Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and we are hoping and praying to our Lord and Savior, Beyonce, that this episode will work. You guys, I don't know what to tell you. I do feel like a majority of this podcast is talking about all of my technical difficulties, but you know what? Think about it this way. One day, this podcast is going to get picked up by some, you know, major um, podcast conglomerate. I'm going to have a studio. I'm going to have an engineer that's going to fix all these problems. And you guys are all going to be like, I remember when we used to not get episodes because the microphone was broken or because the computer deleted them. And we'd have to listen to Ashley talk about it and like, look at her now. You know what I mean? So we're just going to manifest that good energy and to just really hope that uh, I fix the problem, which if if I did fix it, um, what seemed to work was plugging it into the other side of my computer, which is, I'm, I just, I don't even want to complain about it. Cause I just hope that's the truth. Um, basically I was recording weddings last week, which was really exciting. I, I listen, as long as this microphone works today, uh, we will be getting weddings on Friday, which I'm super excited about because I teased a whole announcement and I had a whole Instagram plan and everything. And you know what? They all say perfectly plans, you know, they just the universe has a little giggle at you. So, uh, you know, my microphone, basically, you know, um, maybe my 90s babies and earlier, I don't know if the Gen Z's know about this, but uh, when you would buy like a CD and you would uh, scratch it and then you would try to play and it'd be like, bloop, bloop, like it would just skip. I don't know if that noise was not what was happening, but, you know, it would like skip out. That was the entirety of the episode. So I was recording I'm Sorry What Weddings from 8.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. So I just was doing like five minutes, seeing if I fix it, trying something else, because what would happen was is then I would get confident because the first minute would work and then I would like go back because sometimes if I, you know, sometimes I leave my mistakes, sometimes I go back and fix them. I would like go back and I'm like, oh my God, skipping again. So I got, I felt good about it. And I got like 45 minutes into the episode. And then I stopped and listened back and the whole, I mean, it was like every other word was skipping. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it's fine. I just listened back two minutes in and so far so good. I hate skipping episodes and I'm so sorry uh, for having to do that. I know that some of you, you know, that you start your Wednesdays with me and you start your every other Fridays with me. And I'm so sorry. So, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to power through. OK, and let's just let's just get into it. Let's talk about last week. It's, it was a good week. Uh, I saw two movies in theaters like I made my return to the movie theater and I was like, let's fucking do this. I love this shit. So, you know, I, I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I went and saw a movie by myself and then the otter and I went to go see the new Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And uh, it was really, really good. I went to the Pruneyard Cinemas in Campbell for the first time. That shit was bougie as fuck. Let me just tell you, this movie theater was so nice. And it's got like a little bar attached to it, which we love. I, the, whoever decided to serve alcohol in the movie theaters was a genius. I know that I said on the last episode of the podcast, I thought it was like the Rialto cinemas, but I don't know. Everybody picked that shit up and I'm very happy about it. But they have one of those things where there's a QR code at your seat so you can order snacks then they will be delivered to you. Uh, let me just give this cautionary tale, though. I don't think it's worth it. 
uh, because it took a really long time. And we went on a Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. So I imagine if you're going at a prime movie time, it maybe takes longer or maybe there's staff more. I have no idea. But I did like the idea of that. We were so early to the movie. My fault. Basically, I was just an anxious little bitch that day. And it happens. OK, it happens. And so I what the reason I was so anxious, I think I talked about this a little bit on last week's episode because I was recording it was I was just so behind on my day. I wanted to sleep in because I wasn't feeling good, but it just set me way back and I hated it. I always have lunch ready unless we have lunch plans. I usually cook us lunch and I have it ready when he gets here. And then I already know like our full schedule of the day and all this stuff. And, you know, I didn't have that that day. I was I was being chill. And you know what? We all know that's on me. That's on me. I'm not chill. So I did not enjoy that. So then I didn't have like a movie time picked out and we were trying to decide. And then I was trying to bake the pie, which I'll get into the fucking pie. So I was just like very stressed. And then I thought the movie was at three because we were checking multiple theaters, multiple movies, you know, and he was I was like, OK, we got to go. We got to go. Like, I want to be there. I want to get my popcorn. Like, I was very stressed about the situation. And then he was like, the movie's at 325. I'm like, no, it's at three. So then I rush us there uh, only to find out that the movie was, in fact, at 325. And, you know, then I cried because what else? And then we were fine and we had a great day. And it was really funny because so we were going into the movie. So this is the Otter and I's first time seeing a movie together. So I felt it important to lay a little ground rules. You know, I said, I just want you to know that when I go to the movies, I get my own popcorn. And he was like, yeah, we can we can get popcorn. That sounds good. I was like, no, no, no. My own popcorn. Like I get my own bag of popcorn. And he was like, "Okay." So then we were ordering at our seats like the bougie bitches that we are. And he was like, oh, well, you've got a popcorn. I'll just have some of yours. And I was like, no, I feel that I set this boundary and I'm not sure that you're understanding. I want my own popcorn. And he was like, really? And I was like, "Okay, listen, we can get a large and see how it goes. But, you know, a couple things here is just that you eat faster than I do. And I just I like to eat my popcorn throughout the movie, you know. So at multiple times during the movie, he would like he would get some popcorn and then, you know, I would get some and then he would lean over and be like, am I eating too much of it? Am I eating too fast? And did I feel like an asshole for this? Yes. But you know what? If there's one thing that I preach on this podcast now, it is the importance of boundary setting. And I had exactly the amount of popcorn that I wanted. Now, what if I wouldn't have? And I would have had to sit there with an empty bag and I would have been so pissed. So, you know, I found out that we have popcorn compatibility and there are a lot of things that are really important when you find yourself a partner. Popcorn compatibility is one of them. And it was just it was really good. The movie was amazing, by the way. Uh, We watched the first one here months and months ago. So uh, when the second one came out, we just had to watch it. Obviously, you know, I'm a new girl fucking stan. And um, Jake Johnson, who plays Nick Miller, is one of the voices of the Spider-Man. And it's just it's a really, really good movie. So I highly, highly recommend seeing it. Uh, And then (laughs) I decided that. I was also going to go see literally two days later, Elemental and Elemental is the new Pixar movie. And what happened was I so last week I talked about having to be, you know, learning to be a healthy selfish. And I basically had to make this really big selfish decision. And it was hard for me. And um, I'll talk about it, I'm sure, on the podcast soon. But I want to be able to, like, tell the people I need to tell about it. But uh, so it just involved like a commitment I made and having to kind of back out of it, which I've done. And I knew I had to do it that day. So I 
was like, okay, the first thing I did when I woke up, I'm like, just text the people in charge and make this decision and then just have a you day, like figure out how to do things that are going to make you happy. So I did it. I sent off my my email. Everybody was so nice to me. And then I went for my hot girl walk and I was just like, you know what? Every once in a while, the voices just get really loud. You know, I was talking to one of my girlfriends about this the other day and I said, you know, because uh, uh, she called because she was having a bad day and she's like, I'm sorry to bother you. I'm like, don't. Every once in a while, our negative self-talk voices are so loud. And every once in a while, we just need assistance telling them to shut the fuck up. And you know what? If I can be that assistance for a friend, I would love it. I know I've had many friends do that for me. And sometimes I just need a big distraction. And for me, the movie seems to be like a top tier because I will not look at my phone in a movie. There's like I don't look at my phone a lot, obviously, because most of you text me and you never hear back. And I apologize. But uh, one of the big things is like if I'm if I'm with people like in a social setting, I usually don't check my phone or, you know, if I'm on a date or but especially if I'm in the movies, like I just feel like it's a no, no. So I was like, this is where I'm going to get my peace. OK, I'm going to go see this movie, this freaking Pixar movie. It's going to be wonderful. And it was OK, it was. But let me just say this. OK, so also much like finding your nail salon when you move to a different city, you also got to find your movie theater. So the first time I drove all the way to Mountain View to go by like the Shoreline Amphitheater, which was like, I don't know, like 30 minute drive ended up being I think it was only supposed to be like 15 and being 30, whatever, because Bay Area. And uh, it, it was pretty. It was a nice, it was a nice big theater. It was cool. I liked that you could order your snacks ahead of time. And they were ready for you. That was fun. And then um, obviously the Otter and I went to the Prune Yard Cinemas and that was very fancy. But the parking at the Prune Yard is kind of a pain in the ass. So I was like, is this worth it? And then there was another theater uh, by like a Dollar Tree. And I've seen it a bunch of times because I go there to get my bows for my bow bouquets. And I was like, I should try there. Let me just tell you this. I I liked the isolated vibes of that theater. However, it's in two buildings. So you have to get your snacks and check in in one building. And then you have to walk across the street. So I'm like walking across the street with my big ass bag of popcorn for myself, my icy and my white claw, like alone going into this children's movie, you know? And I was like, I don't need the world to see what I'm doing today. I, I like movie theaters. They're dark. No one cares I'm there by myself. And what I also didn't like is they don't have the recliner chairs. I was very bitchy about this with the otter. I was like, can you make sure that that theater has the recliner chairs? Like I I have been taught the ways now. And also like I have fibromyalgia, OK? My feet fucking hurt. So when they're elevated, it's better. And I will pull any fucking illness card to make myself feel better about myself at any point, OK? That if I'm going to have to live with these illnesses, I'm going to use and abuse them, OK? So anyways, due to my fibromyalgia, I need the the nice movie chairs. OK, so anywho, uh, <laughs> they didn't have them. So I had my feet up, but there was like a perfect little spot where I could have my feet up um, in front of the chairs in front of me. And then at this time when I had originally booked the ticket, nobody was in the theater. But then of course, I got booked up by people. So then I felt like kind of an asshole because a family sat right in front of me and I got up and moved to the row behind me. And it wasn't because I didn't like them. It was just genuinely because I want to put my feet up like I felt like an asshole about it. Even when we were walking out of the theater, like the dad held the door open for me. And I'm like, I hope he doesn't know it's me. And I'm like, I just hope that everyone is just looking at me like, listen, this girl's at the movie theaters by herself watching this Disney Pixar movie. Like she's obviously unwell. Just let her be, you know. But I have to say this. The movie was so fucking good. 
please go see it. It made me so happy. Listen, I love a fucking love story, okay? She is a Taylor Swift girly. I don't know what to tell you. I'm a hopeless romantic. Of course I'm going to love a movie like this. So it was right up my alley. I very much recommend. So uh, go check it out. This is my official sponsorship of Elemental the Pixar movie. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> then I was doing that of course. And then let's see on Friday, this is where, this is where shit gets extra lit. You guys, let's get to my motherfucking weekend because if you are loyal to the podcast, I do feel I have started to learn that some of my friends also kind of become little celebrities in their own rights. You know, I've had people ask me about like Jenna's wedding and things like that. So, I have mentioned my cousin Danielle on the podcast many times and her amazing, amazing boyfriend, Kevin. So this is the couple for a little refresh. Kevin is the one who's a football coach. And Danielle and I, like she unlocked my hot stepmom era of getting to go to football games. And, you know, they also introduced me to pickleball. These are the peeps. So they got engaged Oh my gosh, I got engaged on Friday. I was so excited. I was talking to Danielle in the morning and I'm not going to spoil anything because Danielle and I have been talking about having her on the podcast to discuss all things wedding for so long on the weddings podcast. And she was like, when I get engaged, I will come on the podcast. And I was like, come on before and then I'll have you back. She's like, no. So we got the ring. We're doing the podcast. So I'm super excited. So I won't spoil anything about the engagement so that way we can talk all about it but I will tell you that I screamed I'm so excited my heart is like my heart right now is overflowing like my friends are fucking out here doing shit there's a lot of exciting things that you know I can't tell you yet because you know it's their announcements but there are a lot of exciting things going on in my friends lives you know and I just I'm so happy and and this just brought me so much endless joy. Like I, I am just on cloud 12 thinking about it, honestly. And I cannot wait to talk. I like, it's so hard not to tell you all my thoughts right now, but it's like, listen, I gotta, I gotta let us do it together. I gotta let us do it together. So a little teaseroo, um, you know, we are going to try to record this week. So in the next upcoming weeks, we should have Danielle's episode out. I'm, I'm fucking thrilled. It's going to be such a good time. And I just, I'm so happy for them. I love them so much. I was, oh my God, so so, so excited. So um, and then Friday night, I got to go out with friends of the podcast, uh, Kristen and Alan. They came over. I was really excited. I made a little fruit dip. I've been really into this fruit dip that I keep baking. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you about the pie. Let me tell you about this. Then I'll go back. So I always forget about the fucking pie. So anyways, I've been making this like cream cheese dip. It's so good. It tastes like a little cheesecake. Ugh, I'm in love. So I was really proud of my snacks. And then uh, also Trader Joe's released this new bag of chips. It's called like the porch pack or something like that. And I wish I would have brought it over with me. I didn't recognize that I was going to talk about this. But, you know, of course, I love talking about food. But it's got, I believe, a dill pickle chip a sea salt vinegar chip, a ketchup chip, and a barbecue chip all in one bag. And this bag is fire. So I got that for us. We had a couple drinks here. We walked to downtown Campbell. We went and had dinner at, of course, the Water Tower Kitchen. We love, we love, we love. It was just a wonderful day. We went to Katie Bloom's and then we walked back and it was just so fun. It was so wonderful to see them. And then the next morning I woke up and I got to drive out for my uh, friend Aaron's baby shower. Absolutely wild. So Erin is the one whose wedding I was in and my dad officiated. So her and I played lacrosse together in high school and in college. 
And so when we were in college together, I had designed us these shirts. It was one of my favorite designs. It had two lacrosse sticks and it said Lady Laxers because a couple of the friends on the guys team used to always call us Lady Laxers. And so we just went with it. We made shirts. And so my best friend Jasmine has a cricket and I use an abuser. I really do. She has made all my shit for the last like couple weddings I've been in. And I and I was like, hey, I have this great idea. I would love to make a baby laxer onesie that looks like you know, the shirts that I designed. And so, of course, she made my vision come to life. And originally we were going to do blue for Sonoma State, but I had already um, had all this pink vinyl from a bunch of stuff that she had done for me before. And I was like, I think the pink might be a little cuter. So we found these pink onesies and oh my God, they're adorable. You can check out the picture of the baby laxer one on my Instagram at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's. And then I made another one that had, I, Jasmine, made another one that had two lacrosse sticks on the front. And then on the back, it says her last name, Bolin number five because she was number five and I had such an unexpected reaction like when she pulled it out my heart like my heart like skipped a beat and I started to get teary and I was like get it together bitch we're not crying today and it was just so sweet you know Erin is one of um the most amazing people and I have loved having her in my life it's one of those things where you step back and you're like you know I just made this random decision with a group of my friends in high school to play lacrosse to stay in shape for soccer And then, you know, now I get a best friend out of it that I, you know, and a bunch of the girls from the team were there. And, you know, it's it's funny because Jasmine also played with Aaron. So now Jasmine's making this lacrosse thing for someone. You know what I mean? Like, it just full circle. I feel like I was thinking about it a lot because there's this TikTok trend that's like, um, you know, when you realize suddenly that this guy is just someone that you decide to trust off the Internet, like when you meet your boyfriend on Bumble or, you know, I realize that. I just someone was like, I just joined a sorority and decided to trust these bitches. And now I have best friends and things like that. And I was like, isn't that funny how the most random things just create these lifelong connections? And that's why, you know, you got to like put yourself out there and try because you never know what's going to happen. And it just made me so happy. And it reminded me that I need to talk about the pie only because Aaron's an amazing baker and I get so excited every year. She makes me these like pumpkin muffins and I love them. And I don't know why they just come into my head. But let me tell you about my pie. OK, backing it up. So as I talked about last week, I tried to make the otter a pie because it's his favorite dessert. And I've been trying peach pie. And then, you know, I forgot the cornstarch. It was hella liquidy. So I got the cornstarch this time. I got all the things on the ingredients list. I made the damn pie and it was still runny. And I'm so fucking annoyed about it. It wasn't as runny, but it wasn't like the pie consistency, you know? So then I took to TikTok. I was like, help, like, you know? And so my hypothesis right now is that I might be using too many peaches and I was using the frozen peaches, but I did drain it. And so they were saying that like the cornstarch to peach ratio might be off because I was using two bags of peaches. So I just thought the more fruit, the better, but maybe not. My other hypothesis is that I didn't let it sit for long enough. So I thought about taking on the pie again, today. But then I decided that, you know what, maybe we need a little bit of a break because um, I don't want to cry again over the pie. Because if there's one thing that we all know about me, it's that I just fucking can't. Okay, like there is nothing that I can do that like no emotion happens to me that does not give me tears, anger, sadness, happiness. Like 
I don't know, the sunrise that day and it looked beautiful. Now I'm like, I just can't get my shit together. So I was like, you know what? I'm in a really fucking good mood today. Like I came home yesterday and I was just smiling. I woke up smiling today. I'm in a great mood. Let's not fuck it up by me trying to bake a pig a big pie. Uh, I also am really craving caramel cookies. So I'm kind of thinking that that's going to be the move today, but we will see. Uh, Okay. Anyways, let me get through my weekend and I'll talk about today, you know, but I just had to tell you about the pie before I forgot. So then uh, my mom did a Father's Day barbecue that night. My mom came with me to the shower. So then we did a Father's Day uh, barbecue that evening, which was really nice. And it was really fun just hanging out with the fam. Uh, My niece, Madison, uh, you know, had this fun game she was playing. So my mom bought her one of those big, like, you know, it's like a water tub toy thing. I don't know. It's like this thing that's got feet and then you put water in it and then she can like splash around or whatever. Well, her, you know, auntie wanted to play with this thing with her. It looked very fun. So, but what my niece Madison's favorite game was, was getting toys really wet and then throwing them at auntie. And I was like, okay, I see you all remember this. I remember this. So, you know, I got, she got a little wet, but it's okay. It was fun. Uh, I just want you to know she wasn't doing that to anyone else. You know, when my sister came, she wasn't throwing toys at mom, but you know, it's fine. It's the life of the auntie. So it was a really good time. And then I made this decision. I was up there and I was like, okay, what do I want to do tonight? Because I could drive back to Campbell. I really do love my bed here. And the, the thing is about, listen, I love being back at my parents' house It's not cold enough there for me. They don't have the amount of fans that I require to sleep peacefully now. And so, you know, usually I do make my way back home. But my mom's got the fucking log into the Peacock and she doesn't know what it is. And no one is able to get it. So only she can access Peacock. And it's only on the TV in the living room. And I have been dying to watch the extended version of the Vanderpump Rules Part 3 reunion. Okay, so I was like here's a life decision. I'm like, do I drive home or do I watch this? And so I ended up watching it. And you know what? Zero regrets. Zero regrets on that. It was it, it was it was good. I'm glad I got to see it all. I feel like and then I watched the extended version of, you know, the other episode that they had after. And I feel like I can close the book on the Scandival. You know, I feel like I'm I'm nice and done. I don't I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm interested to see what's going to happen next season, like what they're going to do. But uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm ready to kind of close the book on Scandifall. I'm ready. I just think he's such a fucking loser. I will say this still, just this one thing about it, um, because I don't have it in the celeb section. But one of the things that's driving me nuts is that, so Schwartz went on Jax's podcast, like I mentioned last week, and kind of talked about how they're taking a friendship break, kind of, but also he's like, well, he's on tour. He's really busy. Now, Sandoval's on tour and he decided to change the words to Stacy's mom. And he was like, Schwartzy, do you remember when you had a lawn, a homeowner's lawn? Because now they don't. And I'm like, are you throwing shade at your friend? Like, I, you guys, somebody needs to go get Tom Sandoval. I'm starting to feel the way I feel about Kanye West, where it's like, it's not even fun to hate him because I'm like, there's something fucking wrong with this man. Like, please just go get him help and get him off our goddamn TVs, you know? So anywho, on Sunday, I drove home and we went wine tasting with Danielle and Kevin and Mo did a little celebration of the engagement. And like I said, I was riding high. She was the happiest girl in the whole world. I had the best time. Um, the winery we went to had a frosé that was, oh, chef's kiss. It was on fire. I loved it so much. So everything was just like really good. It was just a really good day, you guys. This was, was a fabulous weekend. This is my last week of fun employment. I go back to work on Monday. I'm really excited. You know what I'm excited about, you guys? 
I think I've got some fire in office outfits that I'm excited to bust out. I mean, it, that will only last me like the first week or so, but I'm I'm really excited to bust out some new outfits. I'm excited to get dressed every day. I'm going to talk a little bit in the Ask Ashley section about going back to work and, and things. But, you know, I'm nervous, of course. I think everybody is. That'd be weird if you weren't like first day jitters and, and all these things. But I think I'm just excited. I was explaining this yesterday to um, a girlfriend that I was just like, you know, I was a different person when I was at my last job. You know, obviously I was when I started there, I had just moved back from Oregon or no, I had been sorry. I'd been back from Oregon for like a couple months because I had a temp job in between. But I was there. I was still with Jimmy. You know, I was really miserable. I just I wasn't the person that I wanted to be. And, you know, I grew a lot there and I'm super grateful for that. But I feel like I'm kind of a it's not that like the core of who I am has changed. I just feel like I'm kind of like. I don't know. Feeling like t- saying you're a better person is kind of a weird thing to say, but I do feel that way. I just feel like I'm I'm happier. I have a better like mindset. And I'm excited to start a job with that. You know, it's kind of like I get to become the person that I really want to be. And and it's nice that nobody knows this other like maybe a, a, a younger, like less mature side of me, if that makes sense. So I don't know. I'm really excited for this next chapter. And uh, yeah, so like I said, I'll talk about it more a little later on during the Ask Ashley. But it's been a little bit since I've had a TikTok corner, but I just had to share this. So there is a girl on TikTok named Brianna Chicken Fry. She also hosts a podcast. She's on two podcasts. She's got her hers with her like best friend, Grace. And then she's um, on one with that guy who owns Barso Sports Day Portnoy or whatever. And I have like the hardest time with her because I love her. Like I love listening to her and her videos, but I'm also I just don't know if I'm supposed to like Barso Sports or not, you know, so I get very confused. But anyways, I watched a clip of her um, on her TikTok and she said that her building banned food deliveries. And she's like, I'm not trying to be dramatic when I say that, like the worst things happened to me today. And I was like, Could you imagine? It's not that like they banned them from coming to the door. Like in general, nobody can get food deliveries to their building. And like, could you imagine? Could you imagine? The convenience of food delivery is just something that I've grown to love and adore, especially like, listen, I'm going to pull every time I need to justify my my behaviors. I Like I said, I'm going to pull out the sick card. But like there are days where I'm just like really not feeling good and being able to get food door dashed here or even now, like I can get medicine, you know, door dashed, all sorts of stuff like I just I love the food delivery. OK, I used to drive for DoorDash myself, so I I appreciated that side hustle. And, you know, some people make it their full time hustle and good for them. But can you imagine? I feel like this should be illegal. I just do. I'm sure that there is a good reason. I'm sure that it's causing a bunch of headaches for them. But like, can't we just sit down as a unified group and like find a solution before you fucking ban it? Oh, my God. I would just you guys, I just don't know if I would ever be able to function if I could not get food delivery. I mean, I did I did have to get rid of my dash pass and I don't door dash that often anymore because I'm putting myself on a budget. But like, could you imagine like every once in a while I, I will pay the extra like 20 bucks to get Cold Stone delivered. It doesn't make any sense that ice cream only should cost me like seven dollars and it's cost me 20 before. And you know, what? it's worth it. Dad, just so you know, I don't do that anymore because we know where I'm on a budget. OK, but. I just it's it's breaking my heart thinking about it. I just I have I have to move on. 
Hi friends, you know I love answering your questions and Ask Ashley has been a favorite of the I'm Sorry What podcast and now you can do it for both podcasts. Ask me questions for I'm Sorry What or I'm Sorry What Weddings. Same link, super easy. You can find it on my Instagram or on my TikTok at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Click that link in the bio and give me your questions. I can't wait to hear and answer them all. Love you. Bye. Okay, you guys. So I'm going to see Blink-182 this week. And can I just tell you how GD angry I am right now? Because listen, Kourtney Kardashian announced her pregnancy at last week's show of Blink-182. And I'm like, you couldn't have driven your ass to San Jose, California and done it there. The people would have loved it. I would have loved it. Like I looked into finding a Kourtney Kardashian t-shirt to wear to the Blink-182 concert because I thought it would be funny and I just couldn't justify it and it wouldn't get here in time. But like, wouldn't that be amazing? So anyway, spoiler, Kourtney Kardashian was at the Blink-182 show and she held up a sign saying, Travis, I'm pregnant, which was an ode to their All the Small Things music video. It was super fucking cute. I'm so happy for them. If you watch the Kardashians, then You've seen them kind of struggle with like the IVF journey and all these things. So I'm so happy that they're able to have a kid. So I was like inspired by that, you know. So I decided to go finally watch the Courtney and Travis wedding thing on Hulu. You guys, it was it was horrible. And I'm not trying to be mean, but like it wasn't horrible. Listen, I was happy and I did cry a few times, obviously, because like I love a, I love a wedding. I love people falling in love. And I'm happy for them. And like my happiness for them outweighs my, you know, like a little bit of disgust because I I am majority of me is just happy that they found love. And you can tell Courtney's like her own person. Like you could just feel the confidence like oozing out of Courtney with being with Travis. And we love that for her. However, they make out in the most obnoxious of ways. And the thing was, is it was like really happy and everything. But there wasn't enough drama for me. I was like, if you're going to give me the behind the scenes of your wedding, like, can I get a little bit of the drama? Because I have been in several weddings and I there is always a little bit of drums. And I'm like, OK, were you mad at Kim? Like Kim gives a speech at some point. The speeches were like very random. It's kind of like popcorn style. Like Chris Jenner gave like 17 speeches. And I think they all just kept getting like drunker and drunker. But like good for her, you know, mother of the bride. But it was just like it, I mean, it was really beautiful, but. It was just it was just a lot of them like Mackin and like, OK, so they bring out they hired someone. Oh, my God, I can't remember who it was right now, but they hired this like professional singer as a surprise to them to to do the song. And so he's singing and Courtney and Travis are just on stage next to him, like making out. And this guy's like old, you know, and I'm like, I can't, I'm so pissed at myself. I can't remember because it's like a, like an old, like good singer, you know, like that. W- it's not like Britney Spears who would have just joined them in a makeout sesh. You know, it's like this very like Italian guy and they're just macking. And it was just it was a wild it was a wild ride. And what what I thought was interesting was like I saw pictures of Charlie D'Amelio there and she was not in the episode at all. So I was like, was that a contract thing? Like, I'm I'm curious, you know, she's a TikTok girly. I just wanted to see. But yeah, I thought that was really, really interesting. And, you know, I, I, I just couldn't finish it. I just couldn't finish it. It's like it was really beautiful. I love a good wedding, but I got a little bored. I got a little bored. I mean, I, I had my good tears, my happy wedding tears out. And then I was like, I, we're, 
We're done, you guys. We're done. <laughs> uh, so I want to get into a little bit of like an Ask Ashley-ish corner. I just wanted to talk a little bit about going back to work because, you know, I have been fun employed for a little bit now. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things about me when I got laid off is I always knew that it was going to be a good thing. Like I always had that in the back of my mind. Obviously, there were days that were really hard, uh, especially health wise, financially, like it was really tough. You know, I applied for over 70 jobs and that's a lot of rejections. And like the rejection emails are still rolling in today, you know, and it's it's hard and it's it's heartbreaking and it can take a real toll. But, you know, this whole time I was thinking this is going to be such a good thing. And like I said earlier, I was excited to start a job in this new kind of mindset and I was ready to bring a nice positive energy. And listen, I'm not sitting here like I'm fucking kumbaya all the time. Obviously, we talked about in the earlier the podcast how I had a full fucking mental breakdown because we were like, I thought we were going to be late to a movie and then we were too early and then I cried about both things. Like, you know what? She can't be tamed. But I would say overall, I think that like things are getting better. Hashtag bless up. Thank you, Andrew. And um, <laughs> I I feel really good about it. But there are a lot of things that I learned in my last job working. That was kind of my first long corporate job. Obviously, I came from radio and I loved it. And so, you know, there's a couple of things I learned there that I'm going to take in with this next job that I just wanted to share with you. Um, The first thing was to focus on the work. Like at the end of the day, all you can do is your job. So if you are, you know, feeling really stressed and, you know, there's a lot of things going on, I think that giving yourself a list and talking with your manager, of course, about priorities and being like, okay, this is the thing I'm going to accomplish today and focusing on the work, like letting all the noise of everything else be drowned out and just do work that you are proud of. And, you know, going into that, it it's not personal. It's not personal. I, it was really hard for me to take critiques. I didn't handle that very well. You know, I, I always get sad eyes, you know, but it was also just like, it felt like, everybody hated me or something like that, like something wild and crazy, like those accusations, you know, and it was mostly just that, you know, the work didn't match and I just needed to get better. And I'm so I'm so grateful. Of course, every time I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm fucking, you know, like the best person in the whole world. Like I still get teary eyes when I get criticisms and I'm. it still hurts my feelings. But I'm able to get over a little bit more because I'm like, it's not personal. It's a job like every job has what they're looking for. And, you know, it's not that you suck or you're an idiot. It's just that like, okay, you're learning. And even though I was at my last job for, you know, almost five years, it was like there were still things I needed to learn and things I was going to make mistakes on, you know, and the most important thing is how you handle that criticism and how you take that and how you let that change. Remembering that it's not about you. And even if somebody doesn't like you, like that's still not about you. That is like the second thing I learned is that, you know, when people have problems with you it and I, I hate to be one of these playground people, but like I feel like it usually comes from a place of jealousy. And the way I started to look at it is I was like I had this one coworker who, you know, was consistently like just rude and hard on me. And I noticed that when I was getting positive feedback, they were always there to like humble me out. And I I started to say to some coworkers, like, you know, I know I must be doing good because this person's mad at me. And I was like, you know what? It's not personal. These are not my best friends. 
I don't need everybody to to like me or, you know, think I'm the most perfect person in the whole world. I just need to do work that I'm proud of and build connections that I believe in. And that's all, you know, so it's not personal. And and it's important to not let other people's emotions like people at work are always going to be triggered. There's always something going on. It's always going to be stressful. Like there is no job that's not stressful. Like even petting dogs can be stressful sometimes. You don't know if they're going to, you know, what they're feeling or when they're going to walk away from you. That's the most stressful part. It's like when, what if the dog's done being pet before you're done petting it? Like that's sad, you know? So anyways, um, there's always going to be, be stress and some people are just going to not handle it the way you would. And that's okay. That's on them. We don't need to let that affect us. Okay. Um, trust your gut. Just know when things are right and wrong. When something doesn't feel right to you, like believe yourself and, and, and talk to people, you know, like don't be afraid to stand up for yourself and go to your manager and build a connection or go to HR. And like, if something feels off, like talk to that person and, and trust your gut and do, do what you feel is right. And then if, if you're wrong, own it. You know, the one of the things I learned from the otter all the time when I like go through these moments and when I was working and I'd be like, oh, I made a mistake. And I'm like one of those people that I have the anxiety where like when I make a mistake at work, my go to is like, I'm just going to quit. I'm just I start looking for other jobs. I'm like, I'm going to quit. I fucked this up. I'm so embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he's been teaching me a lot about like all you can do is just own it, learn from it and move on. So that's kind of what I'm going with is like trusting my gut, going with what I want to do. And if I'm wrong, own it. I made a mistake, learn from it and move on. Um, Also, speak up. I think one of the things I was most proud of at my last job was that, you know, I didn't have a management role, but I just want you to know that I made my opinion known. Like I was not afraid to speak up in meetings and people like that. I'm sure not everybody did, but like, you know, I had an idea and I it led to a lot of really good things. And, you know, it led to me being included in some conversations that I probably normally would not have been included in. Like it led to people really trusting me and getting to have some more responsibility because I would speak up like, of course, like we're not going to be the fucking annoying person. That's like I don't I try to make sure I don't talk over anybody or like if it's really not something that like warrants an opinion and like picking and choosing your battles, of course. But, you know, when it came to being in a meeting and you know, I was a coordinator position and, you know, someone like even our VP is presenting something. If I have an idea, I'm going to speak up and say it. I think you should, too. Also, being helpful. I think one of the other things I loved about my job was that our team was close and we helped each other out. And I know that I would get a lot of feedback of like, thank you for being helpful. And it's like, of course, like I have always believed in the team mentality. Of course, like I've said, I grew up playing sports and I take that in with me and I just believe in like, of course, you got to get your work done. But like if I have a minute to spare to get a fax done for somebody or a copy or if I can, you know, review a presentation for them, like I'm going to do it. It's just it makes me feel good to be supportive and part of a team. And then you know what? You're always you're going to have a moment where you need help. Like for me, I got really fucking sick when I in my last time there um, at my job and I needed help. I needed support. And I got that. And I think it was a lot because, um, you know, there was trust there and support. And so being helpful is 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 one of the best things that I could take and something I want to bring. And like knowing the boundaries, of course, like that was kind of hard for me. Then I kind of became too helpful and I wasn't getting my stuff done. So, you know, just being really like open with people and knowing like, hey, I can help you, but I probably won't be able to get to this till this point. I kind of have these projects. Is that okay? You know, just being upfront and honest. And, you know, one of the worst things that I I have a problem with is like saying yes and then feeling overwhelmed and then like 
just hoping that the problem like goes away and just don't do that. Like being helpful also means like setting your own boundaries and making sure you know what you can take on. It's not helpful to anybody when you try to take on things that you can't handle and then, you know, it doesn't work out. Um, Also, uh, be yourself. You know, like I know this is so generic, but I came into that job and, you know, I was just a little temp. I was a temp whose background was in radio, you know, like and I was in this big girl marketing job and, you know, I owned it. I just owned it. I was like, I I have all this knowledge, like being in radio has taught me so much. I'm going to bring it. I'm going to I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be loud. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to, you know, like I said, I'm going to give my opinions. I'm going to work hard, you know, and if people don't like that, like that's okay. It's the same as life. Like I said, these coworkers do not have to be your best friends. Is it is it awesome when that works out? Yes, but there are always going to be people who don't like you. And changing yourself to appeal to those people is kind of the worst thing that you can do because, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a job. Get your bag and leave. Like, you know, don't change yourself. Don't sacrifice what makes you you, what makes you special just to make somebody else feel OK. You know, the other thing I will say is like be someone who celebrates. I think that that was one of the things I I really took from being there was I would be the first to message someone on the side and be like, hey, you did a great job with that presentation. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you absolutely killed it. Or like, hey, I, I, you know, I worked in stores a bunch. And so I would be, you know, messaging the district managers like, oh, my gosh, I just popped in the store. It looks so good. This manager was doing amazing. They were so helpful. Like, you know, celebrate people, celebrate wins, celebrate finishings of, you know, big projects and things like that. Like, don't be afraid to be like, hey, you guys, we just finished this. Like, let's go get a drink and like celebrate yourself, you know, be be proud of the things that you accomplish. And, you know, the more that you celebrate each other, I think the more you lift each other up. And that just leads to like a nice working environment. And then uh, the last thing I learned, of course, I said this when I got laid off was like leaving it all in the field. This was something I've I already knew because I the, it's a sports reference, of course. And the concept is that you work your hardest during the game and when the game's done, you felt like you left it all. And that's kind of my thing is like, I spent a really long time not having a good work-life balance and working at this job last, I was like, this is important to me. And so I wanna do my best work. I wanna show up to work and I wanna do everything I can. I wanna feel like every day, like I accomplished and I contributed and I felt like, okay, I did everything that I I could do, you know? And then I wanna move on. I want to move on with my day. I want to leave it there. And I, you know, when I used to think, talk about the leave it all in the field mentality, it was more just like work hard, work hard, work hard. But the second half, you know, there's a part of that's leave it, leave it on the field, work hard on the field, you know, do your best and then leave it there and move on. And like, that's kind of the energy I'm trying to bring is like, I don't want to take my work home with me. Of course, we are all going to have to vent. I want to sit here and say that like, Listen, I'm going to have to call a friend and bitch about a coworker. I'm going to have to call the otter. Like that happens, you know, but just making sure that I get it out, box it up and we do something like after you vent, do something that's going to make you happy and smile. You know, like everybody's going to vent. Like I think that we get locked in these ideas that like, well, oh, I brought my work home with me and now I'm this bad. person. No, like we can't handle the way we feel. You know, we can't like shut down our emotions sometimes. So if you need an event, need an event. But like, it's more like not letting it consume my whole day. Like I got really good at, at my last job being like, this is my time that I'm off. And that's it. 
Like I'm getting off when my time is off. Of course, like there were days I had to work overtime, but I made that like an exception and not a rule. Like I am not going to just continue to work overtime all the fucking time because you know what? I have a life outside of this and I was a lot more productive in my job when I felt like my personal life was also thriving. Like, listen, I'm a hustler. I am a career girly. I get it. So like, you know, you want to thrive, but sacrificing everything else. I, I did that when I was in radio and you know, it was detrimental. And now I just work life balance is so important to me. And we've only got this one life to live. So it's okay. You can accomplish your goals and you can be a hustler and you can be a career girly. And you can still have a life on the side, you know? So anyways, I, I'm, this is the things I'm taking into work with me. Um, I'm excited to tell you all about my first week next week. Isn't that so crazy? Like I'll be a couple days in. So, uh, yeah, I'm thrilled. So yeah, I hope that helps. And even if you're not starting a new job, you're at the job that you're at, you know, like I hope that these things can help you and and work and life. All right, you guys, I got to prep for the otter's arrival. We're having a day today. This is our last like full day together. We're going to go to the driving range. We're going to do a little golf. I'm so excited. I'm pissed, though, that I don't have cute outfits. And I'm aware that a part of Hot Girl Walk, like the concept of Hot Girl Walk is putting on like a cute workout outfit and like going for your walk, you know, and feeling good. The part of that that I'm always missing is that I do not have cute workout clothes. I never have. I never will. I'm a T-shirt and legging, T-shirt and shorts kind of girly. And I was like, fuck, like, you know, I would just I like to look good when the otters here. By the end of the day, I look like a gremlin. You know, I like wipe everything off and like whatever. But when he first gets here, I like to look cute. And I was like, I have no fucking cute golf outfits. I also I said this on the phone with him last night and I said what I said. I don't understand why the golf stance is so extremely unattractive. Like the golf hunch that you have to do. I have seen some girlies that look so fucking cute doing it. Um, you know, shout out to Karishma. You know, she I've seen her golf stance. She's cute. There's another girl that I love named Gabby. She is um, I, I like to think she's a little golf influencer. I, I need to get her handle. I'll talk about it next week. Um, and she looks so cute when she's golfing. Couldn't be me. I look like a goddamn hunchback of Notre Dame. Like I, the stance is ugly. And, um, you know, so I was like, I hope that you still like me after this. But whatever. I'm excited because I love a good, like, active date. You know, I'm like, I want a pickleball. I want to golf. I want a mini golf. Like, I just, I want to hike. Like, not intensely, you know. But I love those kinds of, like, getting outdoors dates, especially when you've been together for so, so long. Like, it's been forever. But it's been, like, six months, you know. So, uh, you know, it's fun to to kind of do dates that are outside of, you know, dinner and things like that. So I'm really excited. But let's get into the I'm sorry what moment of the week. Okay. So listen, I keep getting these things on Instagram that it's, like, people you should follow. And I just, like, I would like that to stop. Because it's never people that I should follow. Every time Instagram gives me a suggestion, it's not the one. It's always like, I don't know, someone I hooked up with in college that I was hoping to never fucking see again. Or like an ex-boyfriend. Like, you know, actually all my, uh, most of my exes are blocked. So I'm good there. But, you know, I just, I don't need the suggestions. Um, it's just, these are people that I intentionally are not friends with. You know what I mean? Like when I, I can wait to find somebody that I, I want to follow. Usually it's like if I meet a friend of a friend or something and I, I really enjoy them, like then my friend posts a picture of them. I click on it. I find their tag. Then I follow them. I don't need the suggestion because I don't need to be reminded that some of these people 
exist. I think that's one of my favorite things about TikTok, to be honest, is like I I mean, sometimes people have posted like showed up and I'm like, oh, my God, TikTok. No. But what I like about it is I don't know these people like I that's I love my Instagram social media because I love to see what my friends are up to. I love to see their pictures, but I also enjoy having another outlet because I can just scroll through TikTok with no skin in the game. And I enjoy that. Like I said, I mean, listen, I went on my little ranty rant last week about how much I love TikTok and how I think, you know, we should be supportive of it. But, you know, I, I like that no one's I'm not getting suggestions. You know, I don't know if there's a part of TikTok that doesn't. I'm just not seeing it. But listen, Instagram, Facebook, I don't mm, every once in a while it gives me good ones. But right now what's happening is it will be like showing me people that follow me and I didn't really and I know them, but I didn't know they followed me. And now I'm like, how long have they been following me? Am I an, a, too much of an asshole now to follow them back? Like, I'm sorry, what? Like, I feel bad because these people have probably been following me for years. And I just like, I didn't know. I didn't know. OK, I didn't know. So I don't know. Now, I, it, it does also make me feel like an asshole because like, here's all these people who love you that apparently you don't love them. It's like, ooh, the pain. Yeah. So I'm sorry, what? Like, we don't need it. I don't need your suggestions. OK, that's the part of me that's unhealed, that doesn't like to hear every single person's opinion on what I should do in my life. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am hoping and praying that this comes out and there was no skips. Um, if you hear skips, please DM me, uh, you know, at Ashley Sleek on Instagram and on TikTok. I am excited. I'll have weddings out this week. Um, finally giving you the little surprise of Rooney that I talked about. And I am so excited. Also got to give a shout out. Obviously, I talked about Danielle getting engaged, but also I needed new podcast pictures. OK, so every week, you know, I post a picture on the gram of me looking cute for the podcast. But I feel like, you know, I do them at my apartment. I only have so many backgrounds. I'm starting to lose likes. I don't know if it's the background. That's my hypothesis right now. So her and I were out with um, two of our other girlfriends to a bar, the Tav in Morgan Hill. And I was like, I hate to ask you this, but like, will you do a quick photo shoot for me? So I like I can post I'm in a cute outfit and I can post this week with a new backdrop. So if you haven't seen the picture at Ashley Sleek on the gram and, um, you know, shout out to Danielle for being my personal photographer. It was um, it was a good time. You know, we, we had a lot of fun. And yeah, I just I I'm so happy, you guys. I feel my heart is is really like it's overflowing. Like I am just I'm in a great space. I feel really happy and I hope I can give you a little bit of that joy. I hope you take some joy away from this podcast. And I'm so glad that we could chat this week. I'm excited to talk to you next week. I love you all so much. Have the most wonderful day. Okay, bye.